morning. Welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Thursday, the 17th of September. My name is Nick here in Melbourne. Starting with the vaccine, the AstraZeneca AZD1222, that's the one that the Australian Federal Government's placed an order for. We're expecting it being delivered by January next year. Now, some interesting news out of South Africa. That was one of the nations that had the, one of the first to have the large population phases of the trial carried out. So it was South Africa, the UK, Brazil, and then also now India and the US. They've come out saying that because of the prevalence of the actual virus in the population is declining, the meaningful results of the trial will now be delayed in South Africa and it may not be till the end of the year for the South African trial. That doesn't mean the other other areas will be affected. But it's just interesting to see why. And it helps explain why we don't really have a clear end date about when these trials are done. So in South Africa, they've said, well, they've trialed, they're going to aim for 2,000 people to be injected with something. They're at around 1,800 at the moment, so 90% there. Now, only half of those will get injected with the vaccine. The other half will be injected with a placebo, with, with saline or something like that. So what that translates into, they need to show that there's a statistically significant difference in people catching the virus that are injected with saline versus those who actually get the vaccine. So if no one gets the virus that has the vaccine and then also no one gets the virus that are injected with saline, it's a, it's a useless trial. So they, ne they essentially need people to get infected Obviously, they don't actually cause that, but in, in this sort of trial, but they've put a number on it. So, you know, to cause a statistically significant, meaningful result, they need at least 42 of the placebo people to actually catch coronavirus. So, yeah, interesting there. And that would explain why yeah, we're not seeing sort of clear end dates in the other countries with the with larger, much larger trials. The South African one, only 2,000, you know, it's in the tens of thousands in the other countries. So I guess we won't really see a result till there is a, a large number of people on the placebo catching the virus. So in the UK, we know, you know, there's talk this morning that London may be put into a lockdown, not too dissimilar to what we have here in Melbourne. And it's because the, the virus is taking off again in the UK. Although that's a tragedy, it will mean it's positive for the vaccine trial because the more virus, the quicker a statistically significant result can be obtained. The OECD has come out with its September global economic growth forecasts, and it's much, much better than how it was at their last forecast back in May. Pretty much every major economy has been upwardly revised. They're all still negative, except for China. China in 2020 will still, they forecast, grow, which is quite amazing and definitely much more than what everyone was expecting back in May. And one of the reasons they cite for this has just been the effective fiscal stimulus that's been applied across most of these leading economies and that they see that that's really yeah, shallowed the dip and has been very effective. But what they're calling for now is more targeted spending going forward. They don't want governments to cut back, but they do want to see it spent more wisely. 
So they mentioned that resources should be directed at companies that are temporarily unviable rather than helping to maintain ones that are ultimately unviable. It recommended a shift towards public investment in new forms of growth rather than propping up sectors that might take years to recover. And that's certainly something, you know, the age has mentioned yesterday that the JobKeeper scheme here in Australia has really, it's such a broad brush stimulus measure that it's been rorted like crazy. Apparently, you can, you know, people have been claiming JobKeeper because they're, they're self-declared administrator of their own self-managed super fund and they've, you know, had their hours cut back or whatever. So they've claimed that. It's just these sorts of ridiculous things and it's, it's far too easy to get and we've seen you know a lot of dividends and, and corporate bonuses being supported by the JobKeeper scheme and certainly you know these parts of the society and the economy don't spend and don't stimulate where needed so it's ultimately or you know certainly dead money so let's hope the Australian federal government sort of heeds the OECD's recommendations here. And moving to the markets now, about an hour after the open, the S&P in the US is up just slightly. Oil's up over 2%, and that's on the results of declining oil inventories in the US. They're expected to rise. They've shrunk, suggesting increased oil demand. Later today, we have the Federal Open Market Committee, Federal Reserve, FOMC, meet, having their meeting and releasing their minutes, and they are expected to you know, be quite dovish yet again. However, people will be really watching to see what they say about how long they see rates staying zero, whether they give a set time, or whether they may say, you know, we'll keep them zero until the economy picks up and give it a bit more of an open sort of deadline. Here in Australia, we have the unemployment figures due out. They're expected to increase from 7.5% to 7.7%. And that is your early update for Thursday. Have a great day. This podcast is for investment professionals only and should not be relied upon by private investors. The podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial advice. The values of investments can go up or down, so you may get back less than you initially invest.